On today's episode of Secrets to Scaling Your E-Commerce Brand, I got a chance to chat with Sven Muchow, a TikTok ads expert. We had an awesome conversation all around TikTok ads. Guys, if you are you know, dipping your toes in the TikTok ad space, which you should be, this is a great conversation. You guys are not going to want to miss this. Uh, get out a pen and paper. He talked about some things I actually hadn't heard of this kind of campaign setup, and it was really interesting. A winning ad formula, all of these things that you guys are not going to want to miss today. If you are a mid seven figure brand and above, listen up. Are you struggling with ads this year? Uh, how about growth in general? What about profitability? Supply chain issues got you down? You are not alone. As a brand owner myself, I totally get this. iOS 14 has ravaged many smaller brands. The good news, our clients at Upgrowth and the brands that we own have not been touched. Don't get me wrong. We had to fight to figure out how to advertise effectively in a post-surveillance ad world. But we learned some incredible lessons along the way. And we want to share some of those lessons with you. So go to www.upgrowthcommerce.com grow to apply for a free growth plan today so we can show you what is working in a post iOS 14.5 world. Again, that is www.upgrowthcommerce.com grow. Now on to today's episode. Hey guys, are you trying to continuously optimize your website and still you suffer from a poor conversion rate? Do most of the visitors on your website just drop off without actually viewing a single product and you have got zero clue why? And did you know that the average conversion rate in brick and mortar is actually 30%? Imagine having a 30% conversion rate on your website. Sounds like a dream, right? That's because your website is missing the biggest driver of conversion that brick and mortar stores have. And that's a sales associate. Rep is a company that has developed the world's first ever AI powered sales associate and is bringing the store associate online for e-com brands. It is a sales focused chatbot that uses AI to automatically identify and approach disengaged customers with a contextual and personalized conversation to upgrade your customer experience and increase your sales. Just like in brick and mortar, it recommends products, answers product related questions, and even upsells. So go to hellorep.ai slash upgrowth and get a two week free trial and a special offer just for our listeners. 50% off your first 12 months. You are not going to want to miss this one. Now on to today's episode. Hey guys, Jordan West back with another episode of Secrets to Scaling Your E-Commerce Brand. Today, I am joined by Sven Muchow. We're going to go with uh, from Mucho Marketing. Sven, welcome to Secrets to Scaling Your E-Commerce Brand. Yeah, thanks for having me. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Super excited to be talking uh, TikTok ads with you today. Before we get into that, uh, for people who know nothing about you, tell us just a little bit about who you are and what you do. All right, so uh, like you said, I'm a Mucho Marketing, a marketing agency, advertising agency. We focus on TikTok ads for e-commerce brands. We do everything from creator sourcing to running and scaling the ads itself, whatever the brand needs. Yeah, I do a ton of collaborations with other people in the TikTok space too, like if any brand needs organic help, etc. I don't do it myself, my agency doesn't do it, but I have tons of people I just refer them to. Cool. Yeah, that's about it. Originally about myself, I personally, I'm originally from Germany, as you can hear, maybe. Yeah. I've lived in the States for the last five years. Uh, so I'd say I'm really from Virginia. I lived two years in Virginia, three years in Kansas. And yeah, that's about it. 
Awesome. Well, I'm looking forward to getting into uh, TikTok marketing for e-com brands. I think a lot of people that are listening to this have probably dipped their toes into TikTok's ad system, but maybe aren't there at scale. I see, I don't see a ton of e-com brands specifically out there at scale. And I'm really looking forward to chatting about that today. So Sven, I'm just going to start, I'm just going to start with the questions everybody wants to know. Are you actually seeing good results on TikTok? And what do good results actually look like on TikTok? Yeah. So obviously like any Facebook ads, et cetera, good results vary from brand to brand, right? Everybody has different expectations. I'd say in general, I mean, obviously always the success is being profitable. With TikTok ads, I've seen way better results than with Facebook lately. We've seen our ROIs for four time, even higher. Uh, the tracking obviously just like with Facebook ads, you said it's a little bit off. So there's some sales in the dark. So the ROI in ROAS is always better than it actually says, obviously. Yes. Yes. And I've just seen way better like results to any other platform. I'd say Google is up there too, obviously, but compared to Facebook, I'm talking about for the nerds out there, CPMs of like four to six dollars cost per clicks of under fifty by far under fifty cents, usually between like twenty, thirty, maybe at high, at the highest forty cents. And yeah, so we're definitely getting great results with it. Awesome. Awesome. That's great. Let's walk through the anatomy of a good TikTok ad, right? Because you can just throw up whatever sort of video you want, but that doesn't necessarily mean that that's actually going to convert. I think one of the biggest issues I've seen people doing is that they, they assume that whatever worked on Facebook and Instagram is just going to work on TikTok. And, and I don't think that that is necessarily the case. Walk me through what the anatomy of, of a good ad actually looks like. Right. So there's two really big mistakes I see brands making. Uh, one is the one, what you just said, where they basically take the Facebook ad, try to run it on TikTok, and then wonder why the platform doesn't work. It's, it just doesn't. It's too different. I will say the other way around, it works. You can repurpose TikTok ads and use them as Facebook ads. That gets you great results. Yeah. And then the second one is that brands try to use organic content that went viral, for example, on, on their own TikTok and use that as an ad, which also doesn't work. Interesting. Get 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 into that for me, Sven, because that's where I feel like I've actually heard the advice ad. It's like, oh, hey, if you have something that went viral, just use that as your ad. Right. And so it really depends. Oftentimes it can be true. Oftentimes I don't find it to be true. Because so the, I start with the difference between Facebook ads and TikTok ads to understand TikTok at all. So the difference is really on Facebook. You're a little bit more, little bit more salesy. You're coming from a brand's perspective. You're like, hey, Here's my mixer. Here's my, I have a nice blender here and it does this, this, and this for you. You know, you should buy it. There's so many benefits basically, right? So we all know Facebook ads. And then TikTok ads, it's more, you really need this mind shift, mindset shift, this perspective shift. You're coming more from a user perspective. So with a TikTok or TikTok ad, you want it to feel like a user recommended you the product. So like a user showing up on your feed and not an actual ad. I know there's this famous mm. slogan on the TikTok ad side, make ad TikTok not ads. And that's basically what you're aiming for. At the same time, the problem with organic TikTok videos that went, went viral partly is oftentimes they don't really have a selling part in it. They can have it, but oftentimes it's just, you know, like a, a funny sketch or something, which is good. That's why it went viral. But the thing with TikTok ads is you don't need an algorithm to pick it up because obviously you pay money for it to be shown. So you just need to hook yeah. people. And then usually what I aim for is hook the people, give them two to three benefits, call to action, kind of that format. And a yeah. lot of those viral organic videos are just missing any benefits, any selling part about the product. And 
why you can get sales with that organically just because it gets shown to so many people. Obviously, with ads, you need a certain percentage to convert, right? Yeah, yeah. Interesting. So uh, th- that's a that's a massive takeaway from from this conversation so far is like, you know, you actually need to have a call to action in these ads, right? So just because you're making TikToks does not mean that you can't have a call to action. How else does it differ from Facebook advertising as far as the kind of copy and offer and all of that sort of those sorts of things? What else is unique about creating TikToks for ads? Right. So st- still in kind of the realm of the creative itself. Um, the call to action you mentioned, it's a little bit different in TikTok ads oftentimes. It's not necessarily like buy now or something. Oftentimes it's a little bit more passive where it's, you know, tr- try yours now or the creator themselves says something like try my favorite flavor, something like that, right? Because you have mm. a creator usually doing the creative for you. So it's a little bit yes. more of a soft soft sale at the end of the video. Other than that, it differs in, I'd say, benefits. I know Facebook ads, sometimes uh, there's a lot of benefits in one Facebook ads video, also because they're longer. With TikTok, I like to keep it to two, at most three, because otherwise, okay. the just the length of the video is overloaded with information. And somebody scrolls through, gets to the end of the video and forgot the first points already. And that's why... Yeah, I've seen the best results, 20 to 35 seconds for TikTok ads. That's like short enough where it fits TikTok and long enough where you can actually sell the product. Gotcha. Okay, so we're looking at two to three benefits there. A really soft call to action, but still having a call to action. Now let's let's talk about creative. I've, I've heard creative fatigue on TikTok happens really fast. How fast are we talking and how often are we refreshing these ads? And another question here, there are just a million questions. Another one is, are we adding to the ad sets or are we actually turning old ads off? How does all of that work for, for people who know Facebook a little bit? I'm just trying to get us in terms of, of you know what we've done on Facebook for all these years. All right. So guide me, if I, if I get off track or anything, guide me back. So for the sure. ad fatigue, I'd say a regular ad usually fatigues. If it's a winning ad, obviously, I'd say two, maybe three weeks. Okay. Not really a month. I don't think I've seen that. Maybe sometimes a month. There is some ways you can work against that. For example, if you ju- if an ad shows fatigue, you just take the creative, change, for example, the first clip or the hook, and then just re-upload it. And TikTok thinks it's a whole new ad. So that gotcha. way, you know, you can turn one creative into one winning creative into like maybe one and a half, two months, because it's basically like three creatives. Gotcha. Other thing is to find a winning creative, you need to test a lot, obviously, like a lot. Yeah. I always start with five creatives, any campaign really. And then I just see what works and let's, for a thousand. Sven, I, I'm, gonna, I'm just going to stop you there for a sec. So let's actually get, get to the beginning here and let's talk campaign structure because I, I'd, right. like to, I'd sort of like to, to line up what this campaign structure looks like. So you said five creatives per campaign, but there's an ad set in between there too. So walk me through what the campaign structure looks like and how you set that up. Right. So obviously it's a little bit different between like scaling, you know, and starting, et cetera. But for testing, really for testing itself, TikTok is relatively simple in terms of ad setup. So you just have a campaign, you have five different ad groups. You really leave them completely broad. You can exclude the age group 13 to 17. That's something you should probably test. At the moment, I've been testing having it on. Before that, I used to exclude them. So now I'm kind of seeing which one works better because it changes. And then really no targeting whatsoever in the beginning. And okay, just so just keep one. keep it as wide open as possible. Now, yeah. now I'm assuming if you, like let's say you're selling dresses to women, I'm assuming you're gonna do women, right? 
Yeah, you're gonna have to do likely. your demographic targeting. Right, but I will say even with that, you can have boyfriends send TikToks to their girlfriends. Obviously, you should you should probably yeah. still you probably should still exclude um men if you sell dresses. But just the case, right? Like TikToks are highly shareable, so totally. boyfriend, girlfriend, or whatever sends it to their significant other as a gift. But yeah, like you said, completely broad. And then all you do is five ad sets. Um, usually start with a hundred dollars a day. That's kind of the the sweet spot we found. That gives each ad enough budget. So one campaign, five ad sets. Yeah, hundred twenty dollars. Are these ad sets? Do they all have the same targeting? Yeah, all completely broad. All at twenty dollars okay. a day. That's the minimum. So you get a hundred dollars okay. a day overall, and then you just put yeah. one ad in each ad group. So we basically have twenty dollars spending on each ad. This month's sponsor is Rep AI. Rep is the world's first ever AI-powered sales associate for e-commerce website. It's a sales-focused chatbot that uses AI to automatically identify and approach disengaged customers with a contextual and personalized conversation to upgrade customers' experience and increase sales. Just like in brick and mortar, it recommends products, answers product-related questions, and even upsells. So hit hellorep.ai slash upgrowth and get a two-week free trial plus 50% off for your first 12 months. Now back to today's episode. Gotcha. Gotcha. And that's how you tease out being able to actually test each specific ad and each. Okay. Sven, that was so helpful. Thank you. That's kind of like old school Facebook. Hey, like I, like when we first started Facebook advertising, that's exactly what you do, right? Be like, all right, we're going to just like, make sure that we clarify every single ad when, you know, when CBO came around, we kind of stopped doing all of that because Facebook was so, was so smart. Yeah, you know, it's kind of the same with with TikTok. In the beginning, especially with a new account, you just really the most important thing about TikTok is the creative. And then you kind of find the targeting because the campaigns are broad, but still, obviously, TikTok will optimize them. So once you find a winning creative, you can put it in a new campaign and just try a little bit of different targeting based on the data you have. And then you can actually scale it up. And I know we talked about TikTok ad fatigues. I want to mention that the difference between TikTok and other platforms is you can scale it up insanely fast. You can literally, you have a winning creative, uh, you have two or three sales with a winning creative. I put it in a new campaign and go from $20 to $60 a day. I let that run for two days. I get a couple of sales. I put it up to $100, $200, $400, and so on. So like you go, you can go within one and a half weeks, you can go to 1000 a day on one ad. Wow. Wow. That's crazy. On one ad. See that that's again, for the Facebook people listening to this, this is totally different. Let's talk bid strategies. What seems to be working these days for bid strategies on TikTok? Right. So bid strategies right now, there are two. One, you can have the, uh, what's it called? I think the cost per action, basically. I don't know yeah. if it's called that on TikTok right now, but I think it is cost per action. We just give it a set target. That yeah, one target is- CPA. Target CPA, right? I wouldn't necessarily use that one, especially in the beginning. Uh, the other one is okay. lowest bid. That's what I always run with, especially when you test creators. Just put on lowest bid and then just let it run like that. Okay. So lowest bid is still working for you guys these days because we've heard a lot of uh, uh, that bid cap is what's actually working right now. It's always interesting to see what, what different people are testing. So is that, for, is that for TikTok or Facebook? Have you heard that for TikTok as well? For TikTok as well. Yeah, just I've yeah. been having some discussions with some other business owners out there as well. It's, it's you know what? The thing is, there's just no universal law right now, right? Like, 
Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's working for you. Awesome. Right. And especially with the, the kind of strategy that you're talking about, I, that totally makes sense to me. Sven, uh, we're, we're actually, we're kind of nearing the, the end of our interview here, but I want to ask you some more questions because I'm just so interested in, in what's working right now. Yes. With the CPA, so we do use it for scaling, but not for the testing. So like when you scale an edge, you can use CPA for that, but not for testing. Gotcha. Gotcha. So you can actually see what your, what your CPA is have an allowable yeah. CPA that you're like, okay, looks like we're getting them for around 30 bucks and then we're going to have a target mm-hmm. CPA of 30. Yeah, and then you lower it slowly, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Does anybody else love to hear that? Target CPA of 30? <laughs> <laughs> that sounds great in 2022. <laughs> oh, it gets much lower than that with e-commerce. Wow, awesome, awesome. I mean, that is that is absolutely great to hear. It's, uh, it's, it's super interesting as we're making this transition because it's not just a platform transition, right? It's a whole way of selling that is different than what we could get away with on Facebook. I, I feel like on Facebook for a long time, marketers could be pretty lazy and still get incredible results. And I just don't feel like that is the case right now with TikTok. You cannot be lazy with your creative. It has to absolutely hit. Do you have any other tips or tricks for our audience before we move on to our kind of final questions? Yes. So one thing I would say is as a brand, I know brands like to spend as little money as possible, but I always try to find some influencers or like I said, hire a marketing agency like ours to find influencers for you, creators for you. I never really create the content myself. If I, if I had an e-commerce business, I would not recommend it just because those creators understand the platform a lot better. There's a lot, it's a yeah. lot more important than on, like you said, on Facebook. I feel like a lot of people on Facebook yeah. are still lazy. They try to do it the old way. Targeting isn't as good anymore, so it doesn't work. Yeah. And with TikTok, you really, yeah. that creative is the most important thing. So you really need to nail that. So don't be cheap on creators is one thing I would say. Cool. Cool. That's, that's really great. Sven, I got to ask you the question I ask everyone who comes on the podcast. What is your secret to scaling? My secret to scaling? I think my secret to scaling is getting into industry leaders as fast as possible. Obviously, I have a marketing agency, so it might be a little bit different than for e-commerce businesses. Uh, for me as a marketing agency service provider, it's just getting to leaders in the industry, in the e-commerce industry, because that really opens up a lot of other leads in the same connection. So you connect with one leader, and you're really getting, you know, a bunch of leads or referrals from that. And for e-commerce businesses themselves, I would probably say just testing. It's kind of, I know it sounds like a super boring answer, but just testing different channels, different creatives and what works best for the business. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Sven, thank you so much. I got three more questions for you. I hope that you are ready. Yeah. All right. Correct. First question for you. Favorite tool or app that you're using right now? My favorite tool right now is going to be a tie between Notion, uh, which is like, I'm sure a lot of people use it. It's for notes and yeah. organizing stuff, those type of things. And Miro, that's spelled M-I-R-O. And it's like a giant whiteboard. It integrates with a couple of other apps where you can just like copy and paste whole websites on their notes and everything cool. shared with your team or clients. So that's for planning. Cool. Thanks. Uh, second question for you. Favorite podcast or audiobook that you're listening to right now? My favorite podcast will probably be Mindset Mentor. Just really helps with like staying locked in, uh, getting the best out of your cool. day, keeping that mindset out because I think it's the most important thing. Cool. Awesome. Last question for you. If you could sit down with anybody, they have to be alive and it cannot be Elon Musk. You get one hour with them. Who would it be? <laughs> I wouldn't even choose Elon Musk if I could. Uh, I'd choose Jesse Itzlow. <laughs> Do you know who he is? Je- sorry, Jesse who? 
Jesse Itzler. No, I don't. So he's um, his wife is the founder of Spanx. Any, anybody should oh, look it up. Oh, okay, yeah, 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 cool. Yeah, and he he founded like a jet business, a bunch of businesses, and he's more into the type of living your life in the moment thing. Like he builds businesses, but he always has time for families. Goes on crazy adventures. He has two books. He lived with a Navy SEAL for thirty days. Went to uh, lived with monks for two weeks. Those type of things. So that's why I admire him a lot because he. Oh, just that'd be such an interesting conversation. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Very interesting person. Yeah, we're going to make sure to put all of these uh, notes in the show notes, guys. So if you're interested in following anything that Sven has said, please feel free to go there. Sven, where can people find out more about you and connect with your agency? Right. So mostly uh, through my LinkedIn, obviously just my name, uh, Sven Mucho, S-V-E-N-M-U-C-H-O-W. That's where I'm most active or alternatively through my website, which is svenmucho.com. So that will be the two places. Just shoot me DM on LinkedIn. That's usually the, the way it goes. Awesome. And guys, if you're connected with me on LinkedIn, which I really hope that you are, I feel free to message me as well. And I can always make an intro for you over there. So Sven, this was an awesome conversation. Thank you again for adding so much value. Yeah, I appreciate you having me. Hey guys, we hope you really enjoyed today's episode. Can we ask you a favor? Hit subscribe so that you never miss an episode and share this with your e-commerce store owner friends. We also love reviews. So if you could leave us one on Apple Podcasts, that would mean so much to us. Just a reminder from the beginning of the episode, our team at Mindful Marketing is rapidly growing and we have room for one new brand a month that's looking to grow. Now, before you apply, please note that we're only looking for businesses that are ready to scale and have the capacity and the inventory for a large influx of orders. This opportunity is only available to brands that have had at least one year of sales history and are ready for explosive growth. If this sounds like you, go to mindfulmarketing.co slash apply and start the process today. I hope you guys have a great week.